Welcome to the spinoff of the Just Chirpin' Podcast with Just Chirpin' 2.0. Just Chirpin' 2.0 <laughs> with uh, Stefan and Chris, your after midnight special. Um, on tonight's episode, we are joined by or with a uh, with or by. We are joined with joined by. I don't know. Maybe we should ask a teacher. We have a special guest. Mr. Shane is on the show with us, and you are familiar with him from playing in all of the hockey tournaments, as well as him being the fine individual who... You can just push the cat down if okay. he's bugging you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's an <laughs> asshole. Um, who, who surprised us with the handcrafted uh, light-up pink Whitney bottles. So uh, welcome to this uh, rendition of the Just Chirpin' podcast. Shane? Thanks for the... Um, what's the word I want to say? Invite? Last minute yeah. invite? Yeah. This Last morning. minute invite's a good good one. <laughs> Thanks for being... Um, I was going to go more with the... Uh, readily available. Um, the opportunity? Stut- stutter of the in- introduction like I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of fumbled that a little bit. <clears throat> um, so you play in Brent's tournaments, uh, Silver Puck. Uh, have, you've done Hockey Hold'em, right? Correct. Okay. And then uh, Deeks and Dangles as well in the winter. I have not done Deeks and Dangles. You have yet. not done Deeks. Okay. Um, so our history goes back a little bit further than you playing adult hockey uh, because you went to the same high school that Chris and I went to, and I skated on your uh, backyard rink when um, I must have been a junior, senior, somewhere in there, or even a freshman in college. Um, and um, – you and your brother Corey were just young little shits running around. So if anything, well, he's still a young little shit. <laughs> so if anything, you uh, you guys uh, make me feel old. But it's a pleasure to have you join us. And uh, do you remember, like now that we're we're both adults and you see me, do you recognize me from when you were young? I know you're, you know, in middle school. Yeah, I believe you You always came over with Andrew Jeltema, Yep, I came with Jeltz, yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We, so, and whenever we you guys showed up, me and Corey came running out to put our gear out Oh, there. you guys are always out there with us. Yeah. Was, well, there's people that want to skate with us. Yeah, let's do it. Well, Correct. This was because you had an ice rink in your backyard, right? Correct. Yeah, that's the only yeah. reason. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that might be, you know, otherwise it sounds kind of weird if you're just over there hanging out, you know, in your hockey equipment at his house or something or, you know, whatever. <laughs> that is a key point. We like never that. really brought that up. <laughs> yeah, so we kind of got to set the stage a little yeah. bit. Uh, Shane's dad was uh, – your dad's retired, isn't he? Or is he um, still teaching? Yes and no. So okay. he retired, but he still teaches an hour – at least an hour today. Okay. And then uh, every, every once in a while he'll pick up a, a second hour because that's all he's allowed to teach after – technically retired okay all right so technically he's retired but he's an adjunct teacher and he's still at northview correct okay uh so uh shane's dad was a math teacher when chris and i were going through um high school uh so we knew chip and now i can call him that because i'm an adult um (laughs) but we knew we knew him through school and and he was um You know, big into hockey with with his two sons playing, playing, and um, Corey played some higher level yep. hockey as well. So uh, the outdoor rink was built, and it this is a pretty schnazzy setup with the outbuilding back there and the overlooking glass. 
uh, so folks, your parents could have a few toddies and, and the kids can just play all night long. Yeah. So, uh, the ring came first, obviously. Um, were you out there before we had the shed or after? I think I was out there, man, I want to say I was out there one time before, but the only thing I, or the only time I can think of is when it was built. Cause yeah, he, okay. he had his, uh, his Corvette park down there. Yep. Yep. So and the wood stove. Yep. So <clears throat> with the shed, the basement ended up being the locker room for everybody who came over. It was also storage for his car, obviously, as mm-hmm. you just brought up. And then upstairs was fully finished, everything but running water for uh, parents to drink and party while we had parties and had kids skating on the ice. Yeah. Uh, TV, electric, all that snazzy stuff, if you want to call oh, it yeah. that. Pimped out. It's a really nice setup. We actually... It is. Um, we thought... we. We actually came up with a whole name, a logo. We found a logo that we liked. Um, we wanted to do a three-on-three tournament at one point, but that's right when we came up with that idea. We started getting those uh, winners where it's just super, super warm. Oh. And we don't have chillers like Brent does at his rink. Mm-hmm. And Brent's rink is a little bit better because he has actual boards. Right. Our boards are wood. Uh, we do have curved corners. We have those the composite um Yep, composite decking wrapping composite decking, that corner. Yep. And then we don't have glass. We have netting. And after many, many years, there's holes in it. So uh, it became a classic summer tradition for puck hunting in of the course. summer. So finding all the pucks we shot out. I think so, they do a lot of that at FTK as well, especially with those Vance boys running around. It's a little bit easier, though, when they have glass. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it keeps well, a little more inbound and stuff. I'm still surprised no one's hit a car yet out there. But yes, I, I think we've hit the shed. Or, yeah, the outbuildings a couple of times. I've, I've heard pucks, you know, hit the metal roofs over there. Um, I ran one down the parking lot once. I uh, rolled close to, the, you know, the side entrance for the gym and, uh, you know, crazy stuff like that. I'm, a, but, I'm assuming you've been to our house while... You know how far our house is from the ring. Oh, yeah. And Jeltima has hit our house three times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he can never keep it keep it down. So, I mean, it would hit the crossbar, sail over the net, and just, just bang up against the house. Still got holes in the uh, siding because of it. Right. <laughs> oh, sorry, Chip. <laughs> hey, he was glad. But you can see, so another fact or point to bring up is that my in-laws are pretty much kitty corner to you or to your folks um, across the street. We're on the opposite side. So there you can see the rink and the outbuilding by driving down the, the perpendicular street to we the allowed to name on. We are allowed to name at streets. If you want to, it's all about how much you want to disclose for the so five that... listeners that might listen to this. <laughs> and if you're worried about stalkers. Yeah, I don't think any of our listeners are going to put in that much effort to look up the street. We can't even get a like or a, a reply or an email. So, <laughs> Well, um, so if you do want to drive by just to take a look at it, it's it's up year round. So um, we just don't do the ice anymore because, right. well. For the longest time, Corey was living out of state mm-hmm. in Minnesota there for his league. I was busy <laughs> working 60 <laughs> to, to 80. other things. Yeah, 60. To, I was an adult right. working too much. So Well, and it's it, now with with having FTK 
pretty, you know, readily available as long as you know, um, it, you, Brent, you can figure out a way to get some ice time. And then even right. more, if you know the Vance family and you've got kids and things like that, they make it really easy and welcoming to have their kids skates after school where they block out a couple of hours that is basically Vance family time. And they're they're really welcoming to anybody that wants to come out as long as you're it's for the kids. So as long as you're letting you're not trying to go out there and carve up the ice real hard or whatever. So we've jumped on that with um, bringing Kaysen and then also um, the Cosgroves. Um, uh, Dan Cosgrove has uh, his son know. Jackson is Kaysen's age. So okay. I only know Kazi from refing. Okay, perfect. So. <laughs> yeah. So you know Kazi that way, um, it, and he refs a lot of our men's league games at Kentwood on on um, uh, Thursday nights. Uh, so it, it's just a fun little skate. But anyway, with with that, you've got really good ice all the time with the chillers. So I found I've considered build doing like just freezing a spot in the backyard. But it's like shoot, I'll just load them up and and set up some time to go skate elsewhere. The amount of effort it takes to build it. It's it's not worth it when you, with hell at the end of the day you could just go rent the ice for two hundred bucks. That's why we never <laughs> tore it down. So, but you know the hardwoods, yes. So they used to have their own rink in their backyard. They did, but they had a tree in the middle of their rink. Oh, so did they? <laughs> they called it the permanent defenseman. <laughs> but when we built ours, they just started driving five minutes to our parents' house. Yeah, which I never said the cross streets. It's uh. Providence and Chadwick, right by Ambrose Pond, if you ever actually want to drive by and take a look at it. Um, it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. even this time of year to drive by, you can park at the church right there and get a good gaze at it. It's it's a really nice setup. It's great. And for having a, a fairly primitive, with without having chillers, right? It, it's pretty kick-ass. Yeah. I mean, as far as outdoor rinks go, you'd probably be, you know, top 100 of the coolest rinks in the northern uh united states i definitely appreciate that the amount (laughs) of hours we put in trying to keep that up but and mostly in the summer just cleaning the plastic was Mm -hmm. shoot me right Um, (laughs) we're tearing it out and putting new down but that shit's expensive correct yeah so the plastic itself um i want to say it was close to six seven hundred bucks yeah and we would try to get it to last a few years yeah that's a lot so <clears throat> the and, the investment in the whole thing is is ridiculous. I used to think it was higher, but I actually found out this summer it was about thirty grand less than I thought it was for but the whole project. The whole project, including uh, the building, or are you just talking building about the a rank? rank? Is I think fifty. Really? Yeah. Jeez, that's, that's better. That's that's better than I thought. Actually, that's exactly. So um, I thought it was closer to 80. If you built it today, it'd be probably 175. <laughs> yeah. But that's not including the plastic every uh, every every two years, two years or every three yeah. years, something like that. The water bill itself is like 1,000 just to fill it. Yeah. Because we tried to do a foot of water in the low spot. So there'd be some spots where we'd get 20 inches of water, and in the low spot we'd have about 12. Yeah. Because we, we had a bulldozer come through it when we first started to grade it out the best you could but, right but it, yeah. you're never going to get perfect then that's what vance really put in a ton of effort we had like a topograph out there with low spots to high spots and 
cut every every liner board or every joist, if you will, to be within like an eighth to a quarter inch of level and that, then put more boards over top of it. I've been a part of every sequence of building that rink, just whether I'm laboring and helping or whatnot, but they really got it dialed in to keep that sheet basically consistent all the way through because they also had low spots. So you got to remember uh, for the kids started out with Tron pond sidewalls that are, you know, a foot high. I've honestly never been inside, so I couldn't tell you what I don't know what that is. Yeah, so they're they're basically a kit that you could get. You remember USA Hockey magazine? Yeah, uh, and they always sold those at home rink kits, and it's all like a, a a polymer plastic, and they have outriggers and stuff that gets you can stake them down. So you build a frame, and it, it's all a kit, like it's a Lego snap together kind of thing, or okay. like a puzzle piece okay. where they lock together, and you do the whole perimeter, and then they have the kickers that go back, and you pound those in. And then you take your tarp and you lay it out, okay. wrap it up over the wall, and then it's like a pool noodle or like the uh, the cap for an outfield, uh, corrugated or something. And you wrap the whole edge of it with that, and then you flood it and let it freeze naturally overnight. That was what that started as. Okay. And now it's, you know, got chillers, boards, and it's fairly, like, pretty goddamn level. Well, with Brent's... Uh level of I don't know the exact word to use here but uh willingness to make people happy I guess yeah um as things get more popular he's gonna put more and more work into it mm-hmm. and that's what I love about him oh, that's yeah. why these tournaments are great every summer and everybody has fun um yeah but you got to give credit to to doc Josh because I mean it's not Brent's rink. It's it's his. It, yeah, you know, and and Brent they does put a, a ton of effort. It's into always it. good to have a passionate manager. Yeah. So with with Vance putting everything into this and you know building it essentially, but also Brent building the clientele. It doesn't happen and the need with for just it. one of them. Not one nor the other can accomplish what it is right now so i just wanted to make sure that we we're not just giving all the credit to brent although yeah. you know he, he deserves a ton of it but the vance family you know they they're the one the backbone of the whole operation as far as keeping things going and and uh you know being the the, the funding fathers of the whole thing right so um let's move on from outdoor rinks um th- let's talk about your hockey career i know that you were a goalie in high school so um, well, we can start even before then, if you'd like, uh, where, where do you want to start? Where, where'd you get into it at? Uh, what happened? <laughs> My first year of hockey was first year Bantam. Okay. So you started late. <laughs> I started very late. Um, actually my first shift, I got rocked. I bet. Tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> um, face off went right to my feet and just, I was on my back <laughs> and you were like, so you're, you're a tall guy. And and you're a, a thick, not fat. I'm just like I am now thick, th- yes. a thick guy. But as I remember you just being a string bean. If anything, I thought Corey probably had a little bit more beef on him than you did when you guys were younger. So, How far apart are you guys in age? We're two years apart. Okay, we were actually very close. I think I graduate. I graduated at like one eighty five, one ninety. Uh, I think he graduated at like 
165, 170. So even even in high school, like I remember seeing you before you guys were even in high school. So two years apart, you guys are going to be pretty close in size and things like Correct. that. So I, at that time, it's hard. You were always taller. That was the the thing that the difference I could tell the tall one or, or the the more my size one. <laughs> well, he had the one with he was the one with the messed up face with all the stitches. So. It, right, <laughs> he was the true <laughs> hockey guy. <laughs> so you started in bantams, um, and so who who was was it you or Corey who took a liking to hockey first? So if you started in bantams, he would have if he started at the same time you did, he would have been first year peewee perhaps at, at best. So Corey actually started before I was, he started with learn to skate. Oh, so he's okay. So he started before you. Yes. He started at the very beginning. Um, and you're older though, right? Correct. Okay. That's what I thought. So he started at learn to skate at Griff's and actually my parents joke about it now, but, um, he would always whine and complain about not wanting to go back out because the skates hurt his feet mm-hmm. is the story. And then he ends up playing junior hockey. Right. And my parents were like, we should have just listened to him. <laughs> he, he ended up being the one with the more lucrative <laughs> hockey career. Casey, yes. you got to stop. Um, so that's, that's hilarious. Like the one, the one who you would have thought was like, Oh, he's, he's not cut out for it. Ends up. And that, he was always a tough kid, so I I can see it, yeah. him making it. Um, I never, we rarely ever say anything nice about each other, so yeah. hopefully he doesn't hear this. But he's probably not listening. He's not in the five. <laughs> so, um, I mean, <laughs> we're normally talking shit to each other. So of course, and and I have three younger brothers, so I get it. I'm the oldest of of four boys, and we all give each other shit, but we. We also have each other's back and things. Oh too, yeah, obviously, you know when push comes to shove, uh, he's know. he's been on my silver puck team for two years, and uh, last year he got. I don't know. I don't exactly know what happened. I was on the bench at the time, but he yeah. ended up with a guy on top of him, and they were. He was. This guy was just sitting on him. Nothing was really going on, but the rest were just standing there doing nothing. I almost jumped the boards to get into it. Like right, there was something funky. I remember seeing that too. Because I was going to say, was you guys were talking. I think you guys talked about it on the podcast here. We did. I, we did. We, we did. I do remember talking about because we we had a show after the tournament, and I thought it was weird when I saw Corey coming off the ice, and I. And he came back up out of the tunnel with, you know, like his elbow with, with just under undershirt on and, and waist down. And I was like, what happened? And he's like, I got kicked down and I don't know. He, he didn't know what infraction there was, but it looked like they got tangled up or something funky. So if I remember, Jay said uh, he didn't understand why Corey got kicked out. But from what I, what he told me, he just left because he didn't. Oh yeah. That's he was what just happened. super, super angry and just. He didn't think he'd be able to control it. So he's being responsible, I now guess. That, now that you say that, I think I, I remember him saying that he didn't get kicked out, that he left. I, yeah. Which is probably a good call because he can be a little bit of a hothead. And he, he definitely is. <laughs> I, I've had, you know, th- this is about you, but we'll just finish up on this Corey fact. Like he played on my summer team that I run at Belknap, um, I think for a season, maybe a little more. Um, so I, you know, I've played with him, 
very very familiar with his style of play and and his personality and, and things like that so his way or the highway right? <laughs> it always was <laughs> so i mean needless to say he's not skating with us anymore and he's not on my sub list but that's not, <laughs> nothing personal i i see him and i replaced him on nice the sub kid. list <laughs> yes you did <laughs> so you end up doing yeah he wasn't free tonight either so yeah we, we called Corey first but yeah so second bet no, i mean he is the better hockey player so <laughs> Um, so then you, you go, you go through Bantams. Um, did you end up playing JV or did you do the midget thing? So I did, I skated out for one year as Bantam and then I switched to goalie. So okay. I did one year as goalie as Bantam. Uh, I then went to JV goalie and then I went to varsity cause well, didn't have anybody else. That's what you do. Yeah. So what year were you when you started on varsity or were playing varsity? I should say. Let's see. So, were you a graduated in or... eleven? I was a sophomore. So okay, would have been two thousand nine. Not so, to make so you feel you... old. No, yeah, I mean, I was. God, I was out of college for a couple of years at that point. <laughs> yeah, I was four years out of high school at that point. So, um, you sophomore playing varsity as a goaltender. Uh, were you were you a starter or were you behind somebody? I was the starter. Okay. Um, Josh Van Zomeren. I don't know if any of you guys know him. I recognize no, probably the sh- last I probably name. shouldn't say last names <laughs> from here on out. but uh, Oh, it's okay. I'm sure he's not listening and probably <laughs> will never hear this episode anyway. But, yeah, I mean, we try. Unless you dog him really good, then we yeah. can send it to Unless him. Unless you want to say, like, well, really. He ended him. up becoming another goalie to make me compete more. Um, is. I think what happened. I don't know the exact story, but I was the only goalie at the time. And, you know, Northview was better when you played for them. Uh, we weren't all that good until. You guys had a bit of a, there was a bit of a downward There was a decline. After 05, it kind of declined, which was odd because, so was it still Northview and Comstock Park when you played or was Sparta in there at so that time? So Sparta came on in 2012 so right after I, the year after i the graduated, year after you graduated and now they're they have north point christian involved so i did not know that there's four schools in the co-op and that's quite a, a group to pull from now that you have yeah, some neighboring schools and these kids are playing in in youth programs like walker um you know the uh the fox program for these the you know the kids that want to do high school who who aren't really trying to make it to a higher higher level or what 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 will have you um they they get grabbed up by their high schools and that's what turned me on to playing high school hockey was you know you got your your friends who's a football player or whatever and everybody goes and watches their games and things like that but nobody's coming except for your family to your travel hockey games or you know i didn't play travel i played house so to play high school was kind of like the the big spot and and nobody really came to watch your high school games. Oh man, we had the stands packed. North were these the same games that I went to? Yeah. <laughs> you, well, you couldn't tell because you were in the mascot costume. That was once, maybe twice. <laughs> we did that once too. We had Rocky heard. I don't know if you know Rocky, but yeah, he, he hurt Rocky. himself and uh, we made him put the mascot costume on once, and then we lost, so we never did it again. <laughs> <laughs> So you you got uh, three years of varsity hockey playing a goalie. What happened after graduation? I did one more year of goalie and just decided 
that I wanted to skate out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I, I wouldn't say I was, I'm good at skating out, uh, but I was always decent and able to keep up because when people came out to our rink, if we wanted to skate with them, I had to be able to skate with them. Yeah. So and the hardwoods were always better than me and good Corey, hockey players. Yes, all three of them, all four of them. Um, I know two of the four. Morty, Carolyn, Steve, and Rob. Mm. I take that back. I forgot about Carolyn. I know three of them. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they were they were always so good. And then uh, for a while there, you know Mason Bollinger. Yeah. Yeah, Mason played with us one or two summers, actually. Okay. So Mason played for the Grand Rapids Owls when they were still in Grand Rapids. Before yeah. they moved. I think they moved to Battle Creek and became the cyclones or something like that they didn't become the revolution did they maybe it was the revolution because Derek, Derek played, played, played for the for revolution them. yes okay, okay. so that so was must the transplant that. yeah from dodgy's account they were they were horrible when yeah. he played <laughs> i think they had like 75 straight losses or something yeah, like that it was, it was something it was hor- bad horrific like that was, was that a single a junior was it junior a or was that a, it couldn't have been junior b was it i feel like it was junior a, a. Yeah, I was gonna say it had to have been A. It definitely wasn't double or triple, but no, no, no. I I felt like it it was better than just your junior B. Right. So Mason always bring up bring his teammates out too. So that I'm playing against junior players. Yeah. I had, to be, able, I had to be able to skate with them. Yeah. So I wouldn't say I'm good. I'm good enough to keep up. Well, and that's and that's the way to do it. Be humble about it because I let somebody else brag. I think you're you're a tremendous skater and, and, and a great puck handler. And I found that with most goalies who have like, played goalie growing up, um, Bates is an example. Um, Gabe is another example. And actually, Gabe may have picked up goalie after skating out because he came from like roller hockey. And then um, now, Billy, now Billy's Bill. not doing it, right? Bill's, yeah. And and you you and Bill's uh, skating style is kind of similar. But Bill sat down here at one of our tournaments, and he told me he was he said in Russia, they take the strongest skater, the best skater of the group of kids, and they slap him in the net, and and he is goalie. So sometimes you, I guess the stigma would be that you think that your goalie is the worst skater. So we're going to put him back there and where he doesn't have to skate. But in, you know, reality goalies at a high level are very, you know, competent on their skates. So I used to hear that all the time. Goalies, you know, they're not athletes. Mm-hmm. So like NASCAR drivers. Right. Or cheerleaders. So, or cheerleaders. Or cheerleaders. <laughs> They're so, just dancers gone. Yeah. R word. This was the benefit of having oops, having the oh, was, that, I was, that was me. Him. That was me. Um having the ice rink in the backyard. So yeah. I'd put them in the goalie gear and five minutes in they're huffing and puffing and I'm so sorry. Right. How do you like it? <laughs> yeah. That's well, awesome. That so, was always fun. So you ended up you transitioning your game out of the net to skating out. Do you ever jump back in between the pipes, or are you just full full time? You know, out there. Currently, I'm full time defenseman or forward wherever I'm needed. Um, you were supposed to turn your phone on, or on I'm vibrate joking. at least. That <laughs> joking. That might have been me. That was that was Brent. That's Brent's fault. <laughs> um. I'm on your show. Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
Where were we at? Uh, whether <laughs> or not it. you play goalie or skate out full time. All right. All right. Yes. So actually, I would love to get back into playing goalie every once in a while. Sure. Uh, problem with that. Goalie gear is expensive and all my stuff's from when I was still in high school. It don't you, fit. It you don't, might want to It don't fit no more. <laughs> um, you should uh, hang out around some of Brent's tournaments and maybe not necessarily play, but I heard they needed to find a substitute goalie for which tournament was that? Last year's uh Oh. This weekend, I no, was looking it, for a goalie. They're <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. always looking for a goalie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, somebody couldn't make uh, their what last game of the day or first game of the you afternoon can say or something. That it was my brother. Oh no! Well, I wasn't going to throw him <laughs> under the bus. I'm trying to remember what level it was. It may. It well, must have been the. I think it. Gosh, was it the C? I think it was. Why the is C. my phone still going off? That's all right. Don't worry. This I'll is just all turn free it off. Form. You don't have to shut it off. My gosh, what if? Something important comes across. Uh, so lastly, as far as your hockey background and, and where all this goes, so there there was a big gap in when I saw you. And then all of a sudden, you and I, our respective teams, are, are competing for the B-level championship two years ago. That I was, think it was two years ago. Uh, it was 2019, COVID season. So, maybe it were you was guys 20. breaking the rules? COVID was 2020. Okay. It it was. So the rules, I, we can talk about it now. I Well, hopefully we can talk about it now. Just if don't not, mention a rink. If not, I'm sorry, Brent. But they, oh. it, it was. <laughs> He's not going to get in trouble. It's years down the road. It was so long ago, and there was a standard upheld for it. So it was completely, quote, unquote, safe in regards to wearing masks, temperature checks, all that stuff. But it was the only way it could go down, and it happened late in that summer. So, and I think it was only one tournament a weekend to minimize yes, he, people. <laughs> he, yeah, he minimized the people and regulated things very well, the best that that could be done. But money needs to be made um, for the particular rink that we were playing at, as well as for the the tournament. Mm -hmm. So it went on, um, and that's when we played against each other. And then I, you're. I find you at um, adult league turn or adult league uh, league play um, tournaments. You're your team captain, player coach. You're basically doing the same shit that I do. Um, how did that end up happening? Because you're you're fairly young, and obviously you got a pool of younger guys you can pull from, and this and that. But recently, you were working on putting together an over thirty team for. Uh, one of the silver parks. Correct. So actually, our thirty plus team plays this weekend. Mm -hmm. Come out and watch us if you're a real fan. Nice little plug. <laughs> what time's your Friday game? Our Friday game is six thirty. Six thirty. We are the punishers. Patterson. They are the punishers. Sorry, I stepped all over you. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so fine. the part of me running a team came down to playing on a guy's team who he built a a decently a decent team, mm -hmm. but him himself is was not a good goalie, and losing eleven to one, twelve to two, ooh, every week. That's brutal. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I hear he's either on or he's off, but it just seemed like he's mostly off. You sure? I figured you were just uh, building a team so that you wouldn't have to go begging in a couple of years when you you know transitioned over to that thirty plus group. So. <laughs> It's both. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, 
So that's how it started out playing on a really bad team. Wasn't you think I'd be a fan, I'd be used to losing playing for Northview. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but no, I didn't like it. Um, so I went and made my own team. And that first season was actually very difficult getting guys. And actually, my brother's running a team now. This is his first year, and he's having issues finding yeah. subs. So, um, is he doing one for the tournament, or is this for men's league? Men's or, league, yeah, okay. Out at Georgetown, gotcha. Um, but it's the same thing. The first year is always just a little difficult to get guys, and then to find subs, and then it's every year a, it just gets easier and easier as the more people you yeah. meet. Yeah, it's always easier when you inherent uh, inherit inherent <laughs> inherently inherit a team from a gentleman that is no longer going to play in that division or no longer wants to play summers that's where i found myself i was gonna say role. isn't that how you got and that barley's that's how so kind that, of well yeah so that's how i actually took over the alumni game and the alumni night was i've never skated in one of those <laughs> well you should it's a lot of fun um so brant morgan was running the alumni game and this summer team that i currently am running and it's always been at belknap um and and likewise with the the alumni event and he has a son who's playing um he played through the rockford program and he was getting busier in the summer with wanting to do family things and stuff like that. The the, the natural curve of how, how it goes. Um, so he's like, hey, uh, why don't you take over the summer team? Like, all right, that's fine. No big deal. So we had a core and that core has changed, but it's always grabbing a guy. And then one guy knows another guy, you know, dodgy, just like, let's get lazy. And, and before you know it, we, we got a, a group together and then. One guy moves or finds a different job somewhere else, and, and you just plug and play a little bit, and you, you ask friends and whatnot. That's how Barley Summer came. I took the name from my our winner team, which I just – so there's a guy that runs that team, but they don't play in the summer. So I basically just said, hey, I'm going to take the name and use it for our summer. And that's kind of how we ended up being barley in the summer and barley for the tournaments. I, I never asked permission. I probably should have, but I think the boys are okay with it. You know, like, Hey, I don't think they would have came on the podcast if they weren't okay with it. Yeah. I think they're fine with it. Yeah. Fuck fuck those guys. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how I ended up doing it. And, and it, you know, and, and like in, in your shoes too, or now Corey trying to fill things up and, it it's a little rough at first. It's easier when you have a core already built and you can build off from that. But it does get difficult, especially when you're talking about oh, it's time to pay, and yeah. you're chasing down money. And a lot of these rinks want you to pay up front or in full. So then, I don't. I mean, maybe people are a little more fortunate and they've got liquid, you know, two two grand twenty five hundred dollars that they could just dump out there and and put back in the bank account later on. But a lot of guys put it on their card. Venmo has to be a nice uh, invention over the last few years. Yes, that this and is PayPal. This is the first year I finally got on the Venmo evil <laughs> empire, and it's made it easier for collecting money um, for jobs because everybody wants to use Venmo to pay instead of checks. People don't really have checks, or 
Before Venmo, there was the Square. Yeah, and I have the Square. You know, I was like, <laughs> all right, you can pay on a credit card, but I'm going to need to charge you 4% because that's what I got to pay or whatever. Uh, but Venmo definitely has made it easier. They're not a sponsor yet. <laughs> so, actually, I w- my first two seasons, I had issues getting money from people. I think my first season, I ended up paying $800. Ouch. Um, <laughs> I didn't have a full roster. Uh you know, first starting out, uh, some people I didn't know skipped, never right. saw them again. Oh yeah. So that's always the risk. Um, but, uh, I asked, uh, I don't know if you know, Andrew Bell. No, I don't know Andrew Bell. Okay. So he's on my team now. I asked him to help me out with that this past season and he came up with the idea of using cash app. Okay. And uh, it's just made things so much easier. Sure. And now I'm using Venmo Cash App for when I do the – because I run the tournaments, all the Silver Puck tournaments, and uh, Andrew will help me run the season. He mostly takes care of the season now. So we're kind of co-captains, but he's kind of more taking over the winter league, and I'm doing the summers. Okay. Um. He's working on getting us sponsors as well. We had a sponsor for one year, The Garage. Oh, yeah. But never heard from him after the first season. He kind of ghosted me. So. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, so we don't wear those jerseys anymore. I don't even know what happened to my jersey. At that. <laughs> I've given up on running down sponsors. Like, here's the cost, guys. You know, we, we had a chance to have Fred's uh, sponsor us, and most of the guys didn't want to drive the couple miles up Plainfield. Oh, Fred's is such and like, good pizza, though. You guys are killing me because Sam was – willing to you know kick in money and then we go up there and we buy pizza and beer and he ends up making money off the deal but you know we're paying weekly so you don't really feel it as bad and we had a couple of guys that just wanted to do beers in the parking lot we just kind of left it at that and i mean i bought the jerseys and stuff so i have high construction on the jerseys and um i try to like keep it affordable for the guys and cover a little bit of it but at the end of the day, it really doesn't, it, it doesn't knock it down enough, you know? It's right. Like, okay, maybe I can sponsor myself to pay play, you know? Um, so you've got a team in the over 30 this weekend. Are you over 30? Uh, so I just made the cut March. Oh, <laughs> so you just turned 30? I just turned 30. Oh, okay. I was going to say, how the hell are you throwing an over 30 team? In? Okay. So now I'm really fucking old. Because I thought for sure you were like 27. I thought you were Dodgy's age. I am older than Dodgy. <laughs> You're about to be knocking on the 40-plus uh, team. Yeah, take it easy there, Hoss. couple couple I'm, of years. I'm still playing in the B tournament. I'm not the best player on the on the team. By hey, you keep up. I played shot. you this last week. <laughs> Try. You helped me score. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to prevent you from scoring. So, um, speaking of last week, we played, and you provided us with um, – a cool light up pink Whitney handcrafted bottle. And we want to give that away on the show. Did the cat get you? Yeah. Marv. (laughs) So, um, what do you want to, how do you want to facilitate giving it away? Typically I'd be like, Hey, uh, how many beers did we crack? Or how many times did I say, um, 
Or do you even listen to the show? Send me a message or whatnot. Do you have any funky gimmick you want for giving it away besides the first person to send me a text or an email? Or I'm honestly just going to leave it up to message. you guys. <laughs> okay. Well, that was easy. So if you're catching this. I am not a picky person if you haven't figured that out yet. We'll, we'll just <laughs> give it to anybody. Uh, no gimmicks here. Uh, like the last giveaway we had, um, just uh, if you have a pulse and a phone. Um, not even a phone you can you know pick up the roto dial phone and give stuff in a call or yes. uh, mail them a physical letter yeah know, any of this work yep yep um yeah i guess just send a message to the just chirpin page or if you have my personal um facebook just send me a message there and we'll uh rendezvous with this giveaway and let's see i play the second week of june for the b and the third week of June for the uh, co-ed competitive. So if it hasn't been given away by them, what do you think about me bringing it to the um, the parking lot party and lighting it up? And first person that walks up and says, hey, that's cool. Where'd that come from or whatever? I give you a shout out and I give it away. That works for me. Does that sound good? I'm, I would like to build up a inventory and maybe... You you told me to sell them, so maybe I'll I'll bring them to hockey, hold them, and oh well, I won't be there this year. I'll be in Idaho, unfortunately. If um, you have a pile of them, uh, I'd be happy to sell them on your behalf uh, for hockey hold them. But there's also those other. If you have some now, um, you could come out to be coed. I'm working set on up a, a table. I'm working on it. I think okay. you gave me eight. I think I had six before that. So I have three more or four more for you to take tonight. And we got a full bottle right there. I don't think we're going to get through that. Tonight. <laughs> oh, we'll get I got to work in the morning. We could do a shot, but maybe, maybe we just cap it there. Um, so we'll figure that out. It, it, if and anybody is interested in one of these cool light ups, um, I posted it on the, uh, the just chirp and Facebook page, uh, just before Christmas. So look back there and you'll see, they're pretty sharp. They're great for a little bar decor or a centerpiece on your uh, dining room table. <laughs> I think if we're going to sell them, we should probably put a price on it. Yeah. I, I think all in it, it cost me about 20 bucks. So I'll, I'll just say 20 bucks. Uh, $25 for <laughs> a cool one of a kind light up bottle. Have you considered doing other brands of liquor or are you just stuck on the pink wit? I do. I only, I've only done the pink Whitney, but it wouldn't be hard to do other other brands yeah you could do like a crown royal yeah, if somebody or wants cool like me that. to message you can find me on facebook i don't go on facebook very often but you send me a message i will eventually see it sure and i can we can work out details that way also if you can't reach shane on facebook because you're not friends with him or you don't know what his handle is or you don't it, use facebook very often you definitely can reach out to the show here and we'll help connect the two that works perfect yeah my name on Facebook is actually uh, Shane Anger. There you go. Oh. <laughs> it's a little play on the last name. Um, all right. I so, figured it was because of the cider he was drinking here. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Hey, it's higher percent than Bud Light. All right. We got a couple of those Angry Orchards sitting in there from when we had, uh, was it, I think it was Kyle Masante on the show. Uh, Brent bought a six pack, and I still have some. He drank two of them. So if you run out, what we a got weekly. extras. What a weak link. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know some people don't like to drink and drive. Perfect. Um so uh before moving 
forward with um, Chris's current events. Oh, I like that. That sounds good. Chris's current events. Uh, let's talk playoff hockey. So, well, I'm out <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> On last uh, last week's show that was aired, we 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 uh, submitted our first round picks, which was the first week uh, the first round started. So, um, Jay, let's start at the bottom here. Uh, Chris, Chris selected one, two, two teams, two correct teams to make it to the second round of the playoffs. And Jay got one, two, three, four, five. Jay got five correct teams and I had seven correct teams. So I am the show winner. Um, Shane, how many... Correct. No wonder you wanted to bring this up. <laughs> How many correct picks did you have in your bracket? Because I know you're doing the same thing we are. Well, I'm also glad he brought it up, Chris, because I also got seven right. Oh, so, oh look at you guys. The only one I got wrong was Toronto. I thought they'd finally – I said seven games. So Toronto's going to get out of it. <laughs> I finally thought they would stop kicking their own butt, but no, they ate it again. So mm. They just can't get over that hump. Um, my incorrect Not until pick, they pick up Bertuzzi. Yeah, hey, I don't know if he's going to be moving. I think the wings want to keep him around. We'll see. We'll see. I yeah. We'll see. Hey, Blash is Eis- out. Eiserman is a um, unpredictable person. <laughs> well, we saw that Brent Bellinger was up in that top five list for people that uh, could be the next coach. <laughs> <I saw> a <laughs> <laughs> little Photoshop action there. Uh, so my incorrect pick was uh, I chose Minnesota over St. Louis. Um, but I got to I got to remark about the amount of game sevens we had in that first round um we had five game sevens which just put everything to a nail biter you you basically take the whole series and you put it down to one game so it's it's very similar to nfl football um uh, how many of hopes, those how many of those one games also went to overtime exactly was it two or three that's the huge thing like all of them it seemed went to overtime i, I think there was three of them at least that Went to overtime. So now we're putting the balance of the series on a goal. Exactly. And, and yeah. penalties are a factor, and there's a whole lot that goes into it because you're not going to get a shootout. So You're not going to get any more exciting hockey than that. It's, it's amazing. Unless, the stand, unless it's a Game 7 overtime for Stanley the Cup. Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah. That's the only way it gets more exciting. But that first round, I got to tell you, that's the, the best. We, we've talked about it. I've said it several times. It's the best time of the year. It's great. There's hockey on every single night you've got four games back to back every night of the week and it's just the most fun honestly just get home from work throw the tv on and and try to watch as many as you can before you pass out and go to sleep well i usually end up watching them all i stay up late unfortunately look at you guys with your cable that's so not fair (laughs) so we if it makes you feel better my parents still pay for it YouTube TV. Oh, oh lucky okay. bastard. <laughs> so we're into the second round of the playoffs. Um, this is the second night as we're recording, which we're getting getting to it a little bit late. Um, I thought it'd be fun to take um, the picks to the next level and, and choose our, our final four coming out of this bracket. Uh, Shane, being our guest, and since I got to go pee real quick, I'm going to let you lead off. <laughs> I know I'm putting you on the spot. But um, can you go through your outcome of this round with your picks? So let's see. So I can pull up my bracket real quick. 
And uh, I had Carolina versus Rangers. Yep. And I have Carolina winning. All right. Um, I had Florida versus Toronto. Obviously, that's wrong. It's Tampa now. But I have um, Florida pulling that one out. Then it's Colorado, St. Louis. Obviously, I chose Colorado. They're by far the better team. And then Edmonton and Calgary. Back to what's it? The Battle of Alberta. I'm choosing Calgary over the 42 year old goalie for Edmonton. <laughs> so Calgary's are- a good choice. That's the only team that made it through for me. He said you got two. Yeah, he, his two correct were Calgary and St. Louis. There you go. Oh, well, I missed that. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have, you know, written down my picks or something and, you know, saved the sheet. Shoot. So you you took Florida, Cal- uh, Colorado, Carolina, Edmonton? Correct. Uh, Calgary. Oh, sorry. I chose Edmonton. You took Calgary. Okay. I was going to say, we have the exact same one, but we don't. Chris. Yes. Do you want to cover your picks or do you want me to go next? I For picks so far... Um, it looks like Calgary and St. Louis are my two teams that are going forward. <laughs> and, and beyond that, I will go, if I can pick again. Actually, no. I'm just going to, you know, I got to finally end or get out of the running here if neither of those two teams make it. So. Well, if neither of those two teams, but what about you've got the other four? Uh, or the other two, the other. Um... I got to be whittled away at some point. No, no, no. You I gotta, can't keep you, making guesses. Well, you got to pick from those series. <laughs> Cal, Cal, who, who's going to win this? Calgary Rangers. Who's going to win? Carol, Carolina. Or Carolina. Rangers. My bad. Well, at this point, the Rangers. Well, that's no fair. <laughs> <laughs> but I will go with Carolina. All right, Carolina. And then, thank you, Kason. That is a beautiful picture. Um, and you got probably, the Battle of Florida. Yes. We got the Battle of Alberta and the Battle of FLA. Uh, probably gonna go with the Panthers on that one. Good choice. They're a strong team. I I think they're very strong, but gosh, Tampa's looking pretty good, and they roughed them up last night pretty pretty handedly. If you recall, they did lose Game One to Capitals too. Okay, that's so. true. They they did. Yeah, I I can't knock you on that one. You you do have a very valid point there, but. <laughs> That went to a game seven as well. Yeah. So I feel like when they go to a game seven, it, it they choke. Well, it just it it takes away from the upper hand for them. Less rest time between series, um, especially coming out of the first round. What if what if every series they play in goes goes to a seven game games. seven, yeah. and then they're playing back to back hockey? At what point are they dead dog tired and? You, you know, what happens after that? Well, obviously they lose. They lose, right? Yeah. <laughs> At some point. I have them winning the cup. So uh, I have a I have a Florida Panthers, that was me again, versus um, Colorado Avalanche. So a 1996 showdown again. Okay. That's that's interesting. I, I don't know. Um, let's see. What side I've got? Okay. So Florida, Colorado playing each other for Calgary and, and Carolina, right? That's that's your final four breakdown. And then you have Florida playing Carolina for the final? 
for the final Florida, Florida wedding. Final. Okay, interesting. And then Florida and the Stanley Cup finals would be Colorado. Okay, because Carolina and Florida are in the same. Carolina. Same yeah. Why do I have that on the other side? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was saying it. I'm like, I I feel like I'm saying something really stupid right now, and, and sure shit, I was. So for the Stanley Cup, you have Colorado and Florida. Correct. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I got them based on nights. Do they have them flip flopped where they have a um, a Eastern Conference and Western on one night, and then an Eastern Conference and Western on the next night? Yes. Is that what happened? Okay. Because yep. it was Eastern on one night, Western on the other, wasn't it? For uh, the first round, the first round was two Eastern and two Western. Oh, it was still split. So yeah, so. The game times were a little bit weird, though. You can't obviously watch all both Eastern games at the same time, both Westerns. So I think one would start at like 7 and then 7.15 or 7.30. That's right. Then... Now that you mention it. Yeah. Yeah, they did do that. So it was staggered briefly. But now it's one game Eastern. Yeah, 7 and, and 9.30. Game is your Western game. So only two games a night now. Perfect. But you still have games every night. So. I know. That's the nice thing, that you still have games every night. I'm, I'm worried, like, that final is going to bug me when we have to wait every other day for a game, you know. So we'll still we'll still have one more round of hockey every night. It's just going to be generally one a, game, either a 7 o'clock game or a 9.30 game, depending right. on who's left. And, well, we should still have It'd a It'd be one game. Eastern game and one Western yeah, game. Yeah, we still should have a late one at, at the same time. <clears throat> Okay, so um, my picks are Florida, Colorado, Carolina, and Edmonton. So very much like feel, yours, I only like changing out the Alberta my bracket. You pretty feel much. like what? <laughs> I feel like people are copying my bracket because Corey was pretty close too. He just he chose uh, he chose Minnesota over St. Louis. So he he did what I did. Yeah, yeah. He exactly copied your bracket, it sounds like. Well, maybe I copied his. Who knows? I didn't talk to him or see his bracket. I mean, great minds might think alike, but still. I don't know about the great minds part. Oh, burn. Hey, this is our show, and you're a guest. I was talking about Corey. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well, in that case, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't – is there anything remarkable? There's been so much hockey going on, and I can't keep it all straight because I have – serious serious short-term memory loss anything jump out at you in the the first round or the beginning of the second round that we should talk about on this show um, um big hits questionable calls uh sick goals weird shit anything i know i'm putting you on the spot can't big time. personally think of anything from the first round uh there was a big hit that led to a penalty last night with mcdonough um Florida, I can't remember the guy's name. He caught the puck in the air, and then McDonough hit him, and they called it a penalty, but he had the puck in his hand. So huh. it shouldn't have been – they called interference. It shouldn't have been interference. But, I mean, there was also a goal last night um, that none of the refs saw the puck hit the upper net. I didn't And they had to go one. to a review. And they pulled that goal back. They did pull it back. Yep. Was that Florida? No, it's Florida. Uh, yeah, and Florida – uh, Florida had the goal. Florida had the goal. Yeah, so they had that one called back. So there's one that if they didn't, it, have it was replay. the right call though. Do you so so it, it being the right call? But do you find it cumbersome that they're breaking it down so much 
that they're taken away from the, the the natural game and the human aspect of missing these things on the referee side that are not reversible. I, I mean, I get it making the right call, but how much are we going to deconstruct the hockey game to have that right outcome or that right call? I mean, I, I agree that it's very important to get it right, but um, let's let's talk 20 years ago when it was 2002. There's no review. And there's no review for offsides. There's no – I mean, there, there was goal reviews, and that was about all you had. You didn't have – the ref missing um, an uh, you know a puck hitting the netting, uh, and that's a tight margin right there. If it bounces off the glass and it bounces off the net at that that foot down area, it's all black up there. You can't see anything. It's it's dark. So with the puck hitting the net, I'm okay with a review on that. Um, the offsides, I can live without. I know the Red Wings are very right. successful on those, but that's just pity patter because yeah. I mean. It's usually tacky. It's it's usually like an they're an inch off sides. It doesn't really cause that Chris. much of a is it really that much of a difference? I know in our league games I'm one to preach at the ref. I get game misconduct for yelling at the ref all the time. So it's kinda hypocritical for me to be saying. Well you this. need to be nice. Well, you know what? <laughs> when Garrett's your ref Well, you gotta give Garrett some shit. I give Garrett shit for wearing gloves. He was wearing little itty bitty mittens. I gave, he's a, he's I gave him shit for a finally wearing. Nah, not for you me. don't think so? He doesn't. I don't. I. You can you can church think, him up or church him up. You can chirp him up all you want. Maybe you don't though. You got the angel and the devil going on. Here. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll save it for off air. Oh sure, that sounds good. <laughs> I don't want him to hate me more. So we we had <laughs> we had uh, one of my favorite refs on Tuesday when we, we played against each other. So Craig, the taller of the two. Okay. Um slender case careful. Is he the one who got in a fight with Jay? No, that was the other <laughs> one. But uh, I think it was Jay picking a fight with him because yeah, true, really true. really it was it was I mean, you don't say shit like that to the ref. I We also had no idea what was going on until he Jay was, was yelling. He was complaining about one of those things like if you would have called that or not been in the way for the clearing attempt, that goal wouldn't have happened kind of thing. Yeah. Which I understand Jay's frustration, but he took it to, to that next level, and then it turned into like a cocksucker in. And I'm surprised that he the ref was allowing out. him to come back because he was threatening, okay, you're done for this game. Okay, you're done for that game. Okay, you're done for the season. Uh, but then it ended up being like, I guess Craig was like, don't kick him out. They only have 10 guys on the or 10 guys total. They're, they're already putting two in the box as it sits, so we don't really have the sub, you know, the, the lineup of subs that you would need to to make. You it. didn't have your full roster. That we didn't. Game. We we have thirteen rostered, but it's summertime, so I carry extra. I grab a sub if we fall below ten, or if we're at the dreaded eleven, I'll grab a twelfth just so that we can have three forward lines and two centers, yeah, and then okay. we run two D pairings. And if we have ten, I just leave it at ten. Um, if we have full 13, then we have full three forward lines and then two deep pairings. My team's very adamant at keeping it right at 10. 10 is great. 10's perfect. I don't mind that. An but extra guy there, can, gives, can get a little bit annoying. That 11th is tough. 
But we just uh, roll just, our forward lines. We don't have set positions. Right, and we could do that too. Um, a lot of times they want to do that. I like to do the, the two centers because then you get wing pairings. What do you have then? I was going to say, just wait until you get into the uh, plus 30 league. You're going to want those extra couple guys so that you can you know take a break, a little longer of a break and stuff here and there. Hold so on. for our 30 plus, I had I thought more guys on our my team were 30 uh actually two of them missed out because they're 29 by like a couple months <laughs> they missed out so next next year will be easier but uh so we only got 10 guys actually you should show up this weekend i can't we have ba- we have a double header on saturday i have mo mo is gonna, t- gonna be in town i dude I, i've i've got my two weekends back to back and the wife already is not happy about that any more than she is about us doing the stupid fucking podcast. I might have so, to take her to Florida again. You could you, could you <laughs> yes. do that for me? Can you do it this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I I would totally love to, but I also like Kate, hey, I've got a six year old at as you can tell, he's running around down here doing the show. I mean Jay's not here so he can't yell at him. Um, no kids. But yeah, I know. What? So yeah, oh, that's sorry. Be he's a, a six and a half year old. He wanted me to let you know. Okay. Who's um, shooting water? <laughs> he's drinking straight vodka. You got to. Oh, wait. he wanted to join us shot on the together. Shots. We're gonna do a cheers. Go, Go get, fill it back thank up. Thank you. Um, so I can't really, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pick and choose those battles. So it, I, it's already dicey. Understandable. I'm not a young man. I'm not like you. I'm not a single man, and and all that stuff with no kids and things like that. Come over here. All right, let's uh, let's have a little salute here to uh, to Shane for bringing a nice little bottle of Pink Whitney for the bar and a sweet giveaway, and also for joining us on the show. Yes, it's a good thing that um, go ahead, guys. It's a good thing that when Kason was running away with the headphones on, that he didn't completely biff that bottle <laughs> onto the concrete floor here. <laughs> He's coughing on water. <laughs> oh, that was nice. So um, I've actually only had one bottle break while drilling the hole for the lighting. Um, yeah, and it actually it kind of cracked right in my hand. So I'm kind of glad I didn't cut myself. Oh boy, do you wear gloves or anything? No, no, he does. Uh, do you now after that? <laughs> no, hell no. no. <laughs> I still wear a half shield after losing two teeth, and not oh, <laughs> so <laughs> I guess once you've already lost one or two, it, it doesn't matter anymore after that. <laughs> My front two teeth. <laughs> oh, geez, they yeah. look great though. Yeah, I go to the uh, Griffin's dentist. Oh, do you? So okay, so you're doc- in good hands, Doctor Ludwig. Yep, uh, not a sponsor yet. He knows what's going on. <laughs> Hey, if you if you go to him and you tell him you play hockey, you will have a good relationship there. I can tell you that much. Does he give you a discount based on that? <laughs> we can't talk about that. If he probably if he likes you, oh, maybe. I would imagine that's with you know most professions and stuff. But that's good. Okay. Jeez, say it. two teeth. Ouch. Yeah. So the first one. Actually, both happened at drop-in, which is embarrassing. <laughs> but the first one was a guy does the between the legs. So takes the puck on his back. Uh, it's on his forehand. Uses his backhand to push it between his legs. Yep. But he brings his stick up to face level, obviously, and just swung his stick. Ooh. I don't know why he did that, but he knocked. He took out my two, one of my teeth. Um, second time was... Did you drop him on the ice there, or were you like, I wanted, cool, bro? I wanted to, off? but I, right. I didn't know if it was on purpose or not. 
I don't know why it would have been because it's dropping. Right. So I didn't do anything about it. I had premium dental at the time, so I didn't. Yeah. You're like, sweet, new grill. (laughs) Who dis? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I went to the dentist and she took the scraper and poked my nerve. So last time. God dang it, that hurts. That was the last time I ever went to her. Uh, I kind of cussed her out for it. Ooh. Kind of deserved, though. Yeah. Uh, So, um, second time, actually, this is the part where I get so much crap for, especially mostly from Mo, because she (laughs) she picked up my tooth off the ice. Well, that was nice. Um, Was six months later. Puck, pass, got deflected up, didn't have time to get my hand up. Uh, so, ooh. Hold. All right. He's <laughs> oh. dying to say that. We got a question here. Raise your hand if you like hockey. I think everybody listening should raise their hand. Yeah, if you don't like hockey, then get the fuck out. You shouldn't be listening to this podcast. No, actually, please stay here. We need you. <laughs> <laughs> he needs the lis- listeners, but if you don't like hockey, you, you might not enjoy it. Yeah, if you don't chew Big Red, then fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> So she's picking up your chiclets, and or one of them, right? One of them. One the other of, one shattered. Oh my gosh! That same thing happened to Jay, and it was way off the play. We I think we talked about it on the podcast, but guy not controlling a stick or whatever, and it came down like right on his lip and knocked his his front tooth out the root and all. Ooh, that sounds pretty brutal. Yeah. Also brutal. All of these sound brutal. Losing a tooth in general well, just does not sound nice. I saw Dodgy get one clipped, and I mean, I've done that was worse. on a breakaway, and I, you know, I was like, I'm just gonna go wear a cage. I know it's not cool looking, and <laughs> the vision it is obstructed wearing a cage. You get used to it, but it's really nice wearing a visor. cage. Would have been nice uh, to keep you from chipping my tooth back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, well, and I got my tooth chipped. What's the, I got to know that story. No, we were just, honestly, I think, wrestling around stupid high school at a friend's, <laughs> at the uh, Jessica and Sarah's parents' house. Oh, at the, the Hill household. Yes. Well, yeah. again, trying to be discreet on that. And it was just like some like an elbow or whatever, you know, hit me and chipped my tooth. Yeah. Nothing. I would not be wearing a cage to wrestle no, I around. I don't think anybody wears a cage when they're wrestling. I mean, yeah. locker boxing, that's when you wear cages, yeah. right? Well, we had to wear cages because we were in high school when we were doing that, but that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. No, of course <laughs> not. Locker boxing was not a thing. Uh, but I, I got um, I chipped a tooth in the uh, Deeks and Dangles this year. and it's I heard about that, actually. Mainly my fault, but... The team we were playing. You still weren't too happy about going it. Going really freaking hard, and they were diamond everything in front of the net. Like, you just couldn't get. So I lifted a stick, and he. I lifted once, and he had pressure on it. The second time I lifted, no pressure, and it went right in my mouth. And man, that hurt like a son of a bitch. So. Well, you, you know what? You don't see very I well. I did out skate there at in the Deeks and Dangles, but I did not plan to. Brent asked me to That's come right, out and sub for the A because I asked you to come because we only had That's three right. guys. So you lying son of a bitch. I That's am right. lying now that yeah. you brought that up. I remember. Yeah, it's the first and only time I got invited to play in a championship game at Deeks and Dangles where like I didn't have to play all day long. So that was fun. That was a good yeah, skate. You you had a lot of energy. and it... Oh, I had just eaten a whole fucking pizza when you called me. And I'm <laughs> like, well, this is going to be great. I know I, know I brought this up to you, but 
for Chris, I did when I did text him, I did say, Hey, I have a huge favor to ask. That's true. He <laughs> so, did say that. Well, that's good you kind of prefaced it on that. I don't know. Maybe if you could have got him like twenty minutes earlier before he You, you know, know if I actually it. had I know, his right? number in my phone, because we were going through my everybody on our it was uh Kara Dune. Oh, yeah, Katie. Katie Katie, Katie Dunn. Sorry, Katie. Dunn, I think it is. Is it Dune or Dunn? Chris, D U N E. Dune or Dunn? It depends on the pronunciation. Yeah, you know, it could be whatever. French Canadian. Yeah, something like that. Why did I say Kara? I am fucking stupid, ain't I? Oh, you've had a, a handful of those angry orchards. <laughs> yeah, it's that angry orchard. Woo. <laughs> well, it's, Higher it's, percentage than your Bud Light. Yeah, that's what you get. That's what you get 24 for that. Flow out, it's, that's 24 right. ounces. Andy's going to have to go take a shit in a minute. <laughs> um, I'm. We'll just we'll just blame it on I'm I'm stupid and having a, a brain lapse, uh, Katie, and then I don't know the other guy's name, but he he was also there was another guy there, but we were going through our phones all day just trying to get trying subs. to find anybody because there was every game. <clears throat> Actually, I think our first game we had five guys, and then our second game we had we had five guys. <laughs> we had five guys the whole weekend. Is that uh, reminiscent of? I was going to try to make a joke there, but never mind. <laughs> now you can make the joke. No, you just had to just, get in there. No, anyways. I, you know what? He's he's grounded from TV, tablet, and anything technology. So this is what we get. That's good. When do, that happens. Do that more often, please. It's been great. He's been off it for a long time. In fact, we, we have bets going on with the game. So if, if he gets, if he picks, he gets first pick. For the bet, and if he gets two, the like in this, the two winners. Yeah, well, in this series, so it started in the the first round, and it was towards the tail end. So there was three teams to pick from, or three games to pick from. So that if he got two of three correct, he could get an hour of TV time. Oh, okay. And, and this is in an effort now. He's engaged in hockey and watching the, ga- the games as late as he can stay up. How are we doing on time? You're getting there. He's You're pushing the edge. So now, if he gets both correct, he can have an hour of TV time. We were betting a dollar, but he wanted to bet for TV time. I could see why. Do you Go have ahead, something to say? say something. Or? You got to get your face right in that microphone. Okay, we'll, come back. we'll come back to it. Sorry about that, guys. I, I don't think either of you guys care. The listeners, nobody's listening. So Yeah, they haven't made off. it this far. Yeah. Okay, since oh, he, the start. He's coming back. I'm grounded from YouTube. He's also grounded from YouTube. That's probably also a wise parenting move on that one. We try our best, but we get tired too. I mean, we're dealing with a six and a half year old. (laughs) That's very particular. Oh my gosh. You know, you obviously know. Did you ever have my dad? I did not. Okay. You know him though. Yeah. You know, he's kind of a hard ass, right? I did not know that. I actually never pictured him as a hard ass. Kind of. Really? Yeah. So I, I can't picture him as a well, In the summer, we weren't allowed to do anything unless we got until we got the plastic cleaned. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. It wasn't really a grounding, but it was. You can't do this until this is done. You can't do this until this is done. And in the summer, I mean, we were only allowed to play video games for like an hour a day. Like, so I obviously, which I am happy for. Did now. not have your dad and stuff. Did he have? students that generally needed more discipline or not 
So you're talking about high school students. So yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's everybody. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Is he really good at math though? Like on like a day to day thing? He's got a math major, so yeah. Well, I mean, he has a math major, but can he deal blackjack well or not? I don't know if he can count cards, if that's what you're Not asking. counting cards, no. Just being a dealer, you have to count everybody's cards oh, yeah. real quick. He Is that. he quick with numbers? Yeah. If I was like, seven plus nine, he'd fire it out right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, I consider that good for math. Hang on. We got another cameo. I'm good at math. Oh. What's seven plus nine? What's seven plus nine, Kason? Okay, maybe not that good then, huh? You got to give him <laughs> even numbers. Two plus two? For fuck's sake, I can't even figure that out without a calculator. It's seven five. Plus nine. Seven plus nine. You can't figure that 16. out without a yeah. There you go. Without a calculator. I am quick. <laughs> Fuck. I, I have a black cat. Five. Five. Have you not read nineteen? Just move you? one of those numbers, make it an even ten, and then the six. There, there you is. go. <laughs> I have to. I'm such a visual guy and a hands-on guy. I have to do it that way. I'm a hands-on learner. Yeah, like Same I. Way. I'm just weird uh, wired weird and i'm a i'm a carpenter so i'll tell you this for anybody that kind of says that you're gonna like use math and and all this shit like i i do yeah that's great case and thanks for bringing that over here um well he wants you to count those cards all right count them there's 52 in there plus chris's cheat card Yep, there's the cheat card (laughs) thank you new year's eve (laughs) so i'll be like the closest thing to learning anything in high school math that I use on a regular basis, I work with angles, geometry a little bit, things like that. Um, slope. So you remember learning slope and it being a pain in the ass? Or what, am I the only one who thought slope was retarded? I honestly uh, with, didn't sorry. have issues with math until Algebra 2. <laughs> Coming from yeah. the math majors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no problem. Um, I mean, I had questions, but I mean, I, I picked up pretty quickly. I fit, I I learned slope more doing the slope of a open handrail than what I gathered in the class with, you know, the the triangle lines oh, and all I that. I can read something 20 times and not understand and then I go do it. I was like, "Oh, okay." Right. Uh, yep. I'm I'm the same way. Chris is definitely more <laughs> of the analytic guy. You can read it. Yeah, and, I'm and the be, reading is my yeah. super strong thing. Super strength. <laughs> So we covered all the hockey talk. We covered Shane and how he is in our hockey community and fast coming at that. You just, you know, you got two teams playing. I just appeared one day. And and here you are. And I'm like, oh, that's, oh, damn, that's crazy. And and now you just fit right in, in, in all of it. And you're dealing with guys that, um, you're going to see guys that have been doing this tournament like me for 17, 18 years that Brent's been putting the tournament all together and everything that's going on. So you kind of breathe some fresh air, but I, now that you're just 30, my God, you're pretty much a seasoned veteran like the rest of us. Yeah. This will be what my third silver. Well, no, cause I played on, you played on that Wolfman's team. team. So it'd be my fourth year silver puck. Um, unfortunately I'm going to miss hockey Hold'em this year, but I've had two years of hockey Hold'em made it to the championship both years. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Right. <laughs> but I lose every time. Brent, Brent yeah. stacks the 
team against me every year. It's, it's always Brent's fault. When it comes down to anything, Brent's team wins. Brent's this. Brent's that. It's all his fault. Well, he did lose this past weekend. So good. He in the championship, it. they lost. <laughs> so we're we are trotting on an hour fifteen, Chris. Do you want to talk about any of these Chris's current current events, or should we keep going on with the the hockey talk? All right, up to you guys. Fuck your current events. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did you say? I was just trying to butter you up for uh, some TV. He TV wants time. YouTube time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess, I mean, is there, before, this is a long show, so before we wrap up or anything, is there, like, anything that's melting on your mind that you wanted to talk about, or you got any questions for Chris or or myself regarding life, the podcast, (laughs) or everything in between? Or I, hockey. <laughs> like I said, I'm a laid back person, so yeah, I'm here. Awesome. I go with the flow. Well, we can't thank you enough for coming on with us. It's been nice to get an in-depth uh, interview with you and talk to you a little bit, uh, you know, outside of the rink or outside of the parking lot and stuff like that. Um, we really appreciate the gift you made for us with these. I thought that was the coolest thing. Chris, uh, Brent, and Jay, everybody was taken back by it, like how – how nice of you to drop by. Hey, this is for you guys. And then for you to have another one. And, and after our game on Tuesday, you, you strutted down the parking lot with it and said, Hey, you know, give us away on the podcast. Um, a, a nice little Pinterest craft that you could make money on, but you, you know, give it to us. And then you want to, you know, give one away to somebody that that's if you want so to make nice. money you got to put the word out there first that's true that's true but i, you I came to the wrong huge. spot <laughs> <laughs> yeah you should probably you know you know talk to just chirp or uh spitting chiclets uh you know missing curfew i mean just chirping we're, we're working our way up there a little bit slowly but surely no probably not we we need to get a big name like i don't know maybe maybe uh maybe jeff blashell will will be a fourth for this show He's he's looking for a gig, right? If you could get Brent here more often, it'd probably... I know it's it's huge. I know and he's got that dog right now, so and that he, takes up a lot of time. He's running a lot of time with that, and and the tournament time right now. Well, if we, I, and I'm fine with talking about this on the podcast too. Like it takes a fair amount of effort to mesh all of our schedules together. Sit down, get together, set all this stuff up. So it's a we, whole night. It's a whole night, it's a night that is completely gone, and it basically starts at 6 p.m. So you came down. We had all the mics set up and things like that, which I – on Wednesday nights before we sit down to record, uh, my wife is, is teaching dance tonight. That's why we're here doing it <laughs> when she's not around because then she can't yell at me. Um, I take him over to, to my grandparents' house, and we spend an hour with grandma, my, my grandma and grandpa, his great-grandma and grandpa. Um, and then we rush back over here. Get things set up. Jay's usually flying in like a hot mess because he's coming right from doing a, a, a like a, a skate camp. And then we get set up. We sit down. We crack a beer. We go through like show notes. What do we want to talk about? Create an outline. And then, bam, we're recording and we do it. And you get all hyped up for all that. 
and then the show ends and it's like, all right, have another beer or two and, and relax, decompress. And then it's time for me to kick everybody out. So when Danal comes home and then you get yelled at by your wife, well, she has another hour of work. So she's worked all day and then taught dance. And then she has another 10 to 11 shift where she's on the computer from home. Oh, damn. And, and, and in the midst of all that, I'm putting case to bed and it's, it, it gets, it gets tricky and cumbersome. And for the show not to really be like, oh, we have a lot of following or we have a lot of listeners and, oh, man, this, this is marketable. We're, we're going to we're going to make it or we're going to do something. It, I mean, it really did, did just start out as a group of guys that wanted to sit around and bullshit and record it. I feel like that's a lot how a lot of podcasts start, to be honest. Yeah. A lot of non sure. Um true crime podcast i would mm-hmm. say <laughs> I, which i do love the true crime pro- podcast i i listen to podcasts all day i'm like completely disconnected from radio or That's what i do to my get playlist. through my work day i just listen to podcasts Same here. all day i have a, a cache of them all and i fly through them and i get pissed off when i have to put on iHeartRadio or something because <laughs> i don't have anything else to listen to well if you need a podcast i can give you a few well let's talk about it off the air all i have to say yet. on that with listening to podcasts all day the earth is flat I'm going to punch you in the face. What? You probably believed we landed on the moon too, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. So we did, I mean, for the sake of making this any longer, we're going to skip Chris's current events. I'm sorry, Chris. All Um, good. Next week. We'll definitely give time for that unless we have a, another guest on the show. Go very heavy in the current events next week. We'll try, but it's so What much... are you doing next week? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, Shane could be a really good third for this if he's available and we'll sort it out. But um, I was actually kind of thinking, like, maybe we'll try to get some more guests and do this little bit with, you know, some of our hockey community. Yes. Bring in a couple of, of people because I think it's fun. And the the interview phase of the show just kind of monopolizes the show, and it turns into well, we don't get to Chris's current events. All good, and he's completely I happy with it. it I don't think like. he, I don't think he minds. So he'll he'll yell at me. All I was gonna do is bitch about gas prices and stuff. So, I mean, you know, you don't need a segment for everyone to be mad at. You don't need to bring that up. The only <laughs> thing I was gonna bring up on that is apparently there's thousands of gas stations. Welcome to Chris's current events, everybody. <laughs> out on the West Coast that are freaking out because You're hired. they don't know how to get a $10 gasoline up on their boards. They weren't set up for that. So they're trying to figure out how to get the, uh, the double digits up we, there. We need so. more signage. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, I think we'll put a pin in it for tonight. Shane, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Chris, as usual. Um, thanks for listening and, uh, send us a message. If you want the limited edition, uh, light up pink Whitney bottle handcrafted by our special guest, Shane Amer. I did the last name. What do you think of that? And we will see you at Silver Puck. Goodbye.